With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Blessings in Christ. I'm Scott Roberts. We are the Church of Christ, preaching the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, of he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Our lesson today is the faith of Abraham, part one. Please enjoy the lesson, and we ask that you visit our website, and please like us on Facebook. Thank you. Oh, come, come, 
is our first installment uh, today will be Abraham, the friend of God. He is the father of the Jewish nation, and we uh, look to him as our example of the covenant that God made with Abraham. Um, the nation of Israel came about through Abraham, and Jesus Christ came through the tribe of Judah, that Jesus Christ would found his church, which would be God's spiritual nation. And just as uh, the nation of Israel obtained all the, uh, the blessings from God, physical blessings, so to speak, we know that uh, the, the, through the church that we will obtain the blessings of God through Jesus Christ, through his spiritual nation, which is the church of Christ, the body of Christ, which we are all part of today. But there are many lessons we can look at uh, to Abraham. Such a beautiful example of faith. And just to give a brief summary, we know that Abraham, which was called Abram uh, originally, and his name was changed to Abraham, which means uh, he would be uh, uh, the father of many, which is what Abraham means. Uh, but he gave up everything. God told him to go into the desert, uh, to sojourn as a pilgrim and a sojourner, uh, and he did not hesitate. And what a beautiful example that is for us that when we become a Christian, we are baptized into Christ, into his death, we no longer uh, live in the flesh. You know, we no longer live according to sin. We no longer live uh, as a slave to sin, but we are free. We, we shall hear the truth and the truth shall make us free. And we too are going to, uh, toward, you know, towards Christ, go to be with Christ. Of course, in his church, and every day and uh, every second of our life, we live as a servant, as a child of God. We know no longer will we ever return to where we were before, which would be a sinner, you know, living according to sin. Abraham did not question God. He did not question God uh, as to why he had to go to this place. He believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Another beautiful example of Abraham was he was, uh, it took many, many years, I believe, that Sarah was in her 90s and it would have been naturally impossible for her to conceive, but she did. And uh, Abraham believed God and uh, God uh, gave him Isaac. And after all those years that he had waited for Isaac, God told him to go up uh, to the mountain and to sacrifice Isaac. And he did not hesitate. But you notice his faith when you actually go back and you study Abraham that he told his servants that they were traveling with him. He said, me and the child will return. So he knew that perhaps God would either resurrect him or would make it possible for his son to be spared. But he did not hesitate. He obeyed. And isn't that a wonderful story for us today that how, perhaps there's situations in our life where we think, well, that would be naturally impossible. Or how is this going to happen? But you know what? If it's according to the will of God, it's going to happen. So could we have that same faith that Abraham did to where he moved from a, an area which he was before because of the commandment of God and uh, he did not hesitate you know if that happened nowadays we would say well what about a job and is there going to be a job I think James just went and see the king I don't know if he's seen the king at Memphis or not but you know James was told he has to go and build houses in Memphis he'd say well what's the what's the housing market going to be or what kind of health insurance do they have down there in Memphis or you know what's the cost of living we would all ask that you know can I raise my family can what can I do what kind of schools what kind of schools do they have in Memphis 
uh, we would we would ask that you know as uh, we would want to provide for our family but Abraham didn't hesitate you know he went into the desert that he was accompanied by lot uh, but the favorite part about Abraham that I truly love is here he was childless and of course uh, God told him that not only would Sarah conceive, but he would be the father of a multitude and million, that, that his offspring would be as the stars of the sea and that through him this covenant that all the nations of earth would be blessed. And of course that's not just Israel, but eventually Jesus Christ and his church would come forth through Abraham and his seed and his promise and his covenant. But here's the most beautiful thing about the story of Abraham is that would not happen in Abraham's life, would it? That would take many, many generations. And isn't that the same in our Christian life that we look towards heaven and we look towards, you know, being with uh, Jesus Christ and God the Father and the Holy Spirit and to be with saints that have gone on for eternity. In the book of Revelation, it says that God shall be our God and he shall wipe away every tear from their eyes and there shall be no more crying, no more death, that we look towards that future home in heaven. And we too, we don't see the evidence of that uh, promise now in our current life, but we believe. And not only do we believe, but we have a faith that will move us towards righteousness. So just as we see in the book of James that Abraham believed God, it's uh, James 2 and verse 23. It says, and the scripture was fulfilled, which said, Abraham believed God and it was imputed unto him for righteousness and he was called a friend of God. So that's the three things I, I focused on perhaps in our flyer today is that Abraham was a sojourner. Uh, he, due to the commandment of God, he was willing to go uh, to where God commanded him. Just as we move towards Christianity, we must obey the plan of salvation. The book of Acts, it says, when they heard the first gospel sermon preached by Peter, he said, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, uh, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, that, uh, that we move to a Christian life. We become sons of God. John 1 and verse 12, As many as received him, to him he gave the power to become the sons of God. It is a new birth. It is a spiritual birth. After our repentance, confession, and baptism, we now become a Christian. We now are a spiritual being uh, indwelling with the Holy Spirit, living for Jesus Christ, living for our Lord and His church. 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. To begin this morning, turn, if you would, in your Bibles to Genesis chapter 12, and we will see that Abram, Abram which would soon uh, later on, and Genesis become Abraham was commanded by God to leave his home to go out according to the word of God there was no uh, there was no uh, physical reason other than his faith. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. To leave. He was going out into the desert. Uh, he didn't look at a map like we do today. Uh, he didn't, you know, when we take a vacation, you look at a brochure. You know, you see all kinds of pictures. Well, I want to stay there. And they have a king-size bed or, you know, they have a... You know, I remember years ago when the flat screens first came out, the TVs, and Landon and I went to stay at the Greenville Inn, and Landon was like, they got flat screen TVs. I mean, that was the big thing. That we're like, wow, let's let's go to the Greenville Inn. And we did for a couple nights, and Landon loved it. But uh, he didn't have that. Abraham went into the desert, and the only reason he did is because he believed God. And he had more than just a belief. He had a faith. And, of course, uh, faith means obedience. We must have an obedient faith according to what God has commanded us. Genesis 12 and verse 1. Now the Lord said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation. And I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse them that curseth thee. And in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. What a promise. So Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken unto him. And Lot went with him. And Abraham was seventy and five years old when he departed out of Haran. So let's stop there for a second. And uh, let's realize that... Another thing to realize is that a faithful obedience also results in blessings. And we know blessings means obtaining grace and mercy. And we know that we are saved by grace, not, not by works. But any time that we have an obedient faith, that blessings will follow. Not just blessings on this earth, but also blessings uh, spiritual blessings that we look forward to heaven someday we look forward to the blessings of God and something else that we always need to realize is that when Jesus Christ is with us when we become a Christian when we obey the gospel plan of salvation that there will never be a time that we are without there will never be a time that we are lacking there will never be a time that Jesus Christ is not with us so hence our walk with Christ starts now on this earth and there is never a time in life there is never a time in death there's never a time uh, in eternity and never of course never a time in heaven that we will ever be without Christ have you thought about that so just as Abraham started to walk into the desert you know and a lot of people would say well how on earth did he survive and how did he have enough water and how could we do that you know with all the heat he did it because God was with him and you remember the children of Israel when they went across, you know, the 40 years in the wilderness that their shoes did not wear out. You know, how could they eat? How on earth could they eat? Well, God rained manna from above, you know, the, 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 the light wafer that came from the sky and it would actually melt when the sun came up early in the morning uh, that, that uh, he fed them. Uh, the Lord will provide everything. And John 10, 27 through 28. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow, and I give unto them eternal life. And they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of, uh, of my hand. 
We are also given that promise, Revelation 2 and verse 10. Jesus Christ says, Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. We know that all of our needs will always be provided. Philippians 4 and verse 19. But my God shall supply, supply all of your need according to riches and glory by Christ Jesus. You know, a Christian life will have uh, happy times, blessed, blessed times, but we will also have difficult times. You know, James did a, uh, always did a, a good job on the prayer list, and there's many people, and we could spend an hour and a half and list only people that are in need of prayer, and there are problems. But you know what? In a Christian life, all things, good and bad, are for the best. Romans 8 and 28. And we know that all things work together for them that love God to them who are called according to his purpose. And I'll just tell everybody a little personal story here. I won't go too long on this. That sometimes things that we think are bad are actually the best thing that ever happened to us. Um, June and I can remember Johnny Lay, you know, there at uh, uh, Lockman Road. And uh, I don't know what his disease was, but he was always in church, wasn't he? He was just, and he had a smile that was uh, beautiful. I, even as a young, a little boy, when I wasn't out there playing in the tires or whatever, I remember Johnny Lake. But a little personal story, everybody knows that I'm taking care of mom now, which is the greatest honor. I wish dad was here, I could take care of him too. But uh, I had another project <laughs> in life and that is our basement has 20, 20 years worth of stuff. And, uh, and it's not all my stuff. A lot of it's mom and dad's. Dad had a habit of just stuffing boxes, whatever it might be, paint cans, <laughs> whatever, in the corner and just forgetting about it. I guess he thought that, that the angels might just carry that up or something. But you wouldn't believe how much junk I've carried up from the basement. And when I started this project several months ago, I would have given every penny I have in my savings account to get rid of all this junk. And you know, when I first started, I couldn't carry up one box without my heart going 100 mile an hour and feeling like I just ran a marathon. But not to brag, but here it is perhaps six months later, and the back utility room is, is spotless. It's all clean. And I couldn't even count all the boxes. And you know what? It just occurred to me Friday after I brought up like my 10th or 11th box, when I carry those 80-pound boxes up the stairs, I'm not out of breath. And my heart's beating fine. And I'm like, this is probably the best best shape I've had for years and years which is uh, probably the best thing that ever happened to me physically to do that. And you know what? I thought that was the worst thing in the world that I didn't want to carry up one box. But now I can actually carry boxes up those stairs and I'm not out of breath, you know? So anyway, that's a, just a, a, a something for us to realize that sometimes things that we think are bad are actually good. And we know that when we go through a, a very serious spiritual situation, maybe it's the loss of a loved one, or helping someone in need, or maybe, uh, maybe perhaps we've had, you know, cancer or some kind of long disease, that we really have to grab the reins and to go through this situation, and it, it, it shows our dependence on God. The faith 
or the just live by faith, not by sight. And it might be the, the worst thing that we ever think that we could ever go through, but we grab the reins and we show our dependence on God. Maybe we're praying 10 times what we did before. Maybe in our prayers, not that we didn't have a, a faith before, but now we have a stronger faith. And I've said this before, when we get through the situation, God willing, we can now help others more than we ever have before. We've never been more thankful than we are now because our Lord and Savior is with us. That's growing in grace. 2 Peter 3 and verse 18. But grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To Him be glory both now and forever. We need to pray continuously. First, First Thessalonians 5 and verse 16. Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. You know, getting to take care of mom, and I know Donna's mom has uh, dementia too, and not that I wasn't thankful before, but you know what dementia has done for me? That I have never been more thankful to get through one day and to get mom fed and to get her uh, through all of her things and just to thank God for giving us another day and it's really helped me to grow and it's really taught me patience too but once again I don't want to go into another sermon here but Abraham uh, went into the desert not knowing what was going to happen but he knew God was with him and that's the thing to remember if you're going through anything good or bad and you are a faithful Christian Hold on to the reins and take it one day at a time. And we had better be thankful every time God has given us a day. What about our food? What about our water? What about our raiment? What about that roof that's over our head? Uh, we're so blessed. We're so blessed. Let's look at Abraham. Abram means great father. Was later called Abraham, which means the father of a multitude. So isn't that something how through obeying the Lord, he, he changed his name and God gave him every blessing that he ever promised him. He gave him Isaac, which is the son of promise. In Genesis 12, verses, uh, uh, Genesis 12 through uh, uh, much of Genesis, the Messianic promises from Genesis 3.15 were transformed and restated in the Abrahamic promises, the things that God had promised Abraham. According to those promises, there are actually three parts to the promise that God had given Abraham. Land, seed, and blessing. So not only land, which would be the land of Israel, a land flowing with milk and honey, but seed, which had the offspring, his original offspring, you know, you had a uh, 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 Isaac and then Jacob and then the 12 uh, sons and the 12 tribes of Israel. We see what a great nation Israel would become. And finally, the greatest would be spiritual blessings, which now the same spiritual blessings which were given to Abraham would also be given to all of us, which we all experience now by being members of the Lord's church, the church of Christ. Land, seed, and blessing. So a three-part blessing would be given to Abraham's descendants and through these descendants the entire world would be blessed so everything that Abraham did and his following his obedience his belief in what the Lord had given him 
has actually uh, flowed over to us also in the church today. The seed aspect of these blessings specifically amplifies the unconditional promise of one who would defeat the forces of evil in Genesis 3 and verse 15. And of course, Jesus Christ helped us to overcome sin and evil by being forgiven. By being forgiven. Genesis 15 introduced the Abrahamic covenant as a formal covenant relationship with Abram. It took the form of an official treaty between God and Abraham. The ritual of cutting animals in half was symbolic of an official treaty between two individuals. However, the unconditional nature of this treaty was seen in the fact that Abraham was asleep while God alone passed through the animal pieces. That's Genesis 15, verses 12 and verse 17. Thus, the fulfillment of the treaty was totally dependent upon God. And isn't that the same today, that when we have an obedience and a faith, and a faith that grows, and a faith that lasts, that God is the one that not only enables us to continue that faith, but he will also reward that faith. Maybe we will uh, get some blessings on earth, but all of God's uh, blessings will be fully realized uh, in death, eternity. It is appointed to man once to die, and after this, the judgment. And of course, in eternity, and hopefully a home with God in heaven someday will happen. With total faith in God's promises, Abraham believed the Lord, and it was credited to him with righteousness. Despite God's promise that Abraham would have a son of his own body, Sarah insisted that they use Hagar, their Egyptian, as a surrogate mother. As a result, Hagar's son Ishmael, which means God's here, became the ancestor of the Arab, the Arab people that are over in that land today. But we know that uh, Ishmael would not be the descendants of God's promises that would come through Isaac because that uh, he came through uh, her handmaid, but we know that uh, Sarah would beget Isaac. So God's selection of Isaac by a miraculous birth to Abraham and Sarah in their old age was a deliberate uh, uh, showing of God's divine will to reflect the great lineage that would come from his line. The birth of Isaac, which means laughter, caused Sarah to laugh with God instead of laugh. She actually laughed, which means that she couldn't believe that it would happen. We don't want to be guilty of that, beloved, that anything that God has told us in the Bible, we cannot question, but we need to obey. You know, there's a lot of in the world today that say, you know, women, they don't have to be covered. Or With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.